Imagine you wake up tomorrow as the true creator of your own life. What will you do with it? Imagine you could lead yourself through any obstacle or challenge standing in your way. Imagine you feel joyful, alive and free to live the life you dream of, be true to yourself and to make a real difference in the world every single day. You can. You are all these things already. In this moment, tomorrow and the next day. You already have everything you need within you to create, lead and live the life of your dreams. I'm Emily Wilkes and I'm so very excited you've invited me to join you on this journey. Hello and welcome to another episode of Create, Lead, Live. I'm thrilled that you've been able to join me today. Today I wanted to ask you what story can you retell yourself? The reason I wanted to talk about this is because there are so many different explanations that we can give ourselves for the kinds of things which happen in our lives, for the way that we see ourselves, for the way we see the world, the way we see others. And these kinds of stories are based on so many different things. They're based on the evidence that we use um, to formulate the story, so the kinds of things that we pull out from the situation, the meaning that we give this kind of story um, and the frequency that we kind of use to repeat the story to ourselves and ultimately how strongly we then believe it. But the reality is that in any situation we have far more evidence available to us than we tend to focus on or hone in on or utilise and we also tend to draw meaning for it from an event or a situation based on preformed ideas and based on that preformed kind of selection of evidence or sometimes it kind of goes both ways so we have certain views and ideas of the world and we pull out evidence from the situation that supports that preformed kind of idea and so what we find ourselves with is a story that we believe in and we trust and we put our energy into which is skewed and um, not, necessar you know, not necessarily representing reality, but really representing nothing but a story that we've told ourselves, that our own story and um, unique to, the, to that particular point in time and the place that we were in at the time that it occurred um, and the way that we've kind of then retold it to ourselves over time. It doesn't represent the facts of the situation, the way that other people viewed it when they were in that situation or the kinds of things that people would share with us if we were to tell them our story um, in that kind of level of detail ourselves. So often what will happen is we think that our version of that story is accurate uh, but when we start to share it with other people we start to realise that there's more to it. Um, than, than what we'd sort of formulated for ourselves. So stories are really just that, a story that we can retell anytime and rewrite um, for ourselves based on what's really helpful for us. So it might be that a story you've been telling yourself is a helpful story and it, it leads to you feeling confident and um, 
like that you can move forward in in ways that you know it might be an empowering story it might be a helpful story but it might be a story that's been holding you back and it might be a story that's been stopping you doing things that you'd love to do so I want to give you a little bit of an example of this in sort of in practice and it's an example from uh, my experience as a kid many many years ago when I was in primary school when I was in primary school I had the same teacher from grade one to grade three and during that period of time this teacher I don't know how it happened I don't know that it happens still to this day that you would have the same teacher three years running but back in those days I had this same teacher running for three years running and he didn't think a lot of me as a student um, I wasn't a naughty kid I was um, a diligent kid I was a well-behaved kid I was a kid that was quiet probably very shy and reserved um, and he saw me through the lens that he carried um, and he did things like he would sit me next to the naughty kids because the naughty kids couldn't get much of a reaction out of me um, he would move me around he'd never kept me um, in one sort of space or he would move kids in next to me so I, I never really had um, that kind of uh, tailored kind of education for what I needed I was more uh, I guess drawn on to support his management of other kids within the class anyway on one occasion um, my parents went to a parent teacher interview with this teacher and he told them that I he said Emily will never be more than average my dad tells this story to this day um, and very fortunately for me my dad and my mum as well uh, were both teachers at the time and they were very upset as most parents would be um, to hear a teacher say this about their daughter and being teachers they felt um, confident to kind of stand up and say what they thought and my dad gave this teacher um, his thoughts about his view on me and, and the impact that that ultimately had on the way that he taught me and so you know I have no doubt in my mind that the way that he taught me and the way that he managed me within the classroom in that sort of biggest broader sense of how he was dealing with things was influenced by the lens that he had when he saw me oh here's this quiet student he thought there was not perhaps a lot going on um, below the surface but really I was shy I was lacking confidence I was uncertain I was doubting myself and I probably didn't have a lot of courage to speak up I probably didn't have a lot of courage to challenge um, I didn't have a lot of courage to kind of let on um, what was going on for me I can remember testing this teacher all, all those years ago and write spelling Australia wrong I used to spell it wrong on purpose and see whether he would pull me up on it to kind of I guess test him out as a teacher and and I guess find out whether or not he really was paying attention and he and he never did he um, kind of missed a lot of those things that I was putting out because he had a preformed view of me anyway then I moved into grade five and or grade four I had a different teacher in grade four and then I had another different teacher in grade five and six and in grade five and six I had a wonderful teacher an amazing teacher who was new to the school at the time 
and she had no preformed or you know preconceived ideas about me as a student and what she did at the start of that grades five and six period was that she assessed all of us as students she assessed all of our skills and where we were at and um, found out a lot about us as individuals and what she did was she actually put me into advanced maths and English and she did that for that last two years that I was in primary school and it's interesting when you think about this that as a, as a kid the story that I would have drawn for myself from this so during that grade one to three I had this teacher that, that did as I said you know put, putting me in next to naughty kids he was putting me in positions where I felt less confident he met, he put me in positions where I doubted and questioned myself where I thought I wasn't very good at things where I you know considered that I wasn't very smart and so I started to formulate this story about not being very smart um, and when you've got a teacher for three years that's quite a lot of messaging um, and in a very impressionable age um, to be receiving that kind of messaging and so there's this kind of confidence issue and sense of not believing in myself which started to happen at that young age but all that it took was my parents believing in me and sending me very different messaging than that and also a teacher coming in and reassuring me through her actions and through seeing me for who I really was um, that she believed not only was I capable but that I was extremely capable you know recognizing the skills that I had and recognizing the areas in which I needed to be you know to be challenged and to grow even further so you know previously I was doing standard kinds of maths and English and probably not getting as much out of it um, and potentially you know not necessarily stretching and challenging and growing um, as a person because I wasn't game enough to kind of try things that were a bit out of my comfort zone and so she recognized that in me and in others as well and um, gave us more advanced work to do and so what sort of story did I start to formulate based on that based on my parents feedback and the way that they were operating and treating me and the things that they were sharing but also this teacher that really challenged the view of that previous teacher I started to tell myself a different story. That grade one teacher that I had for all those years was wrong about me, you know. Um, I started to believe he was wrong about me. I started to believe that I was smart and that I was capable and that I, I could achieve things um, in my schooling and I didn't need to be fearful of certain things. Um, and so, you know, that's just a simple example, but these are the kinds of examples that happen for us all the time in life. And in that example, I had some repetition over a three-year period from that teacher, but thankfully I had some alternative input that happened at that later time that I was able to draw on to formulate a new story for myself and start moving forward with the rest of my life with a different story than the one that I started with in those early years at school. However, had I had more teachers that presented similar information to me, the potential is that I could have been taking that on board and believing more and more that I wasn't very smart or capable. Um, uh, but at the same time, I had that counterbalance of my parents' perspective, which kind of helped me um, formulate a view that, that was right for me at the time. But the point really is, is that what information 
are you being given? What information are you taking from that? What are you drawing on? So that grade one to three teacher was saying that, but that wasn't the only evidence that there was for me to draw on, to draw conclusions about myself. Um, You know, um, there's a range of evidence that happens in each situation that we're faced with that we can draw on to start to write that story um, and to start to create and cultivate the meaning that we take away from that experience and that situation. And then again, the frequency we use to repeat the story. So if we've got a story that's not very helpful to us and we've carried it since we were really young, then we've repeated the story so many times that it can become quite an ingrained story and one that we've not challenged, one that we've forgotten um, isn't true about us, that it's just one story. It's just one perspective and that it's missing a whole heap of evidence. Every story we tell ourselves is only made up of a certain amount of evidence um, and that there's always more that we can draw in to sort of shift and change and retell and rewrite these stories. Um, And so what I really want to ask you is, you know, I've got some questions for you to think about this in your own life. What story are you carrying from the past that no longer serves you? You know, I think we've all got these. We've got probably many of these stories that you've carried from when you were a kid, stories that you've carried from when you were a young adult, things that happened to you in your life that you drew conclusions about that shape the way you do things now, Um, all kinds of stories or explanations or, you know, meanings that we give to certain things um, that we've been carrying that are no longer serving us. So if you've got stories that are helping you to move forward, then by all means, kind of keep keep moving forward with those but if you've got stories that you can think of or scenarios from your past that have led you to draw conclusions that don't help you anymore then think about well what story is it that I'm carrying from the past that no longer serves um, that serves you the second question is how would it feel to rewrite that story so I mean you know the example from me before I mean Imagine if I'd continued on believing that initial story. Imagine how I would have experienced my life moving forward if I continued to think I wasn't very smart and capable. Um, And then how would it have felt for me to change that story? It would have felt amazing. And I remember when I got that teacher, I just thought she was wonderful. I, I I just thought she was an incredible person. And the reason she was incredible to me was because she saw what previous teachers um, hadn't or that previous particular teacher hadn't seen in me. She saw my strengths. She saw my capabilities. She saw the things, the opportunities that lay ahead for me. She fed into that sense of self-belief that anything was possible. Um, She helped me move past the barriers that previously were in my way to feel as though the world was my oyster. And so it's a really useful question. How would it feel for you to rewrite this story? And if it's something that you know would feel good, that would enable you to feel empowered and and excited, um, then it helps build that sense of this is worth doing. Like rewriting this story is worth doing for me. Then the third question is what extra evidence did you leave out when forming that story that you can draw on now? So it can be really useful to kind of look at 
what was happening around that situation. So you drew out certain facts or evidence that you believed or you latched onto at the time. And what you'll find when you look back at it is there'll be certain threads and themes of things that you pulled out. So if you had a story about feeling not good enough, you might have been pulling out the evidence that supported that perspective um, where you were doubting yourself or uncertain and the evidence drew you to draw that conclusion even more strongly so what evidence did you leave out so maybe it was that there was somebody alongside you that was saying no 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 you're actually doing this really well you're you're amazing like this is something you know or it might have been that someone was saying you're being too hard on yourself I actually think you've got some real strengths in this area or it might have been something that a little sneaking thought in your mind of what if I actually can do this and I'm just telling myself that I can't or what if you know this scenario is possible for me you know and so it's like giving yourself that opportunity to find the extra evidence that will help you to then rewrite the story the fourth question is what meaning can you take from the experience to rewrite the story now so you can do this two ways you can think about well what meaning do you want to take from it and what meaning can you take from it so it might be that you're actually rewriting the story based around the meaning that you want that story to have so you're looking at well what is all the evidence I mean you're not making stuff up you're actually looking at you know as an example when you're many many years down the track you can look back on a scenario that happened when you were younger and and see the meaning so much more easily because you've got the benefit of hindsight learning and growth and life experience to guide you in reframing a situation where you start to say to yourself that situation wasn't a case of me not doing well enough it was a case of um, me not having confidence you know Um, it, it was me Uh, holding myself back in a situation where I actually had lots of skills in that situation or that I was believing something that someone was telling me that wasn't true about me so it can be helpful to kind of think about well with all this you know um, experience looking back what would I like to be telling myself about that that scenario what would be the meaning I would like to bring away from it and then how, and that then helps you to rewrite the story right now to kind of think about, well, what are all the facts that kind of come in around that meaning? Like what supports that new meaning that I give to that situation? Or what are the kinds of facts that then feed into that um, new meaning? So if you're taking it the other direction, you're actually rewriting the story using alternative evidence. It then starts to shape that new meaning for you. So it kind of goes both ways. So I hope that those four questions give you a little bit of, I mean, that ultimately they're self-coaching questions that can help you to really explore those stories that you pick out or that story that you pick out that you'd really like to reshape and change and um, use in a more helpful way in your life. So I will pop those questions in the show notes for you so that you um don't need to I mean you may have stopped to write these down but um, I will also put them in the show notes so you've got them there Um, and I hope that you've found this really useful in thinking about the kinds of stories you've been telling yourself that may not have been um, helpful for you and ways that you can start to rewrite those stories and reshape the meaning that those experiences in your life um, gave you so that you can live out a different um, 
story right now that's more helpful for you and that helps you kind of move forward in ways that you are really excited about. So I hope this has been helpful. Thank you so much for taking the time out from your day to take a listen. Um, I'm really glad that you've been able to make it and I'll look forward to um, speaking with you next time. Until then, have a wonderful week. Take care. Thank you for joining me for Create, Lead, Live. If you've enjoyed this episode, please let me know by getting in touch, leaving a review or sharing it with others that you think would enjoy it too. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me an email at coaching at emilywilkes.com or find out more about Create, Lead, Live at emilywilkes.com. I look forward to hearing from you.